Hey everyone, and welcome to the pod. I'm Jen Oceana. And I'm Bridget Aileen. Here at the Uplifted Pod, our mission is simple. Follow what lights you up and find your people who feel the same. We are here to have fun, play, inspire, and empower you to align with your highest self. Hello. Hi, everyone. It's Bridget here. Welcome to the Uplifted Pod. Welcome back for another episode. I'm really, really excited today. Um, This is something that I've realized I haven't talked about on here, but this was one of the most kind of pivotal and crucial parts to my growth experience of learning about my body, of respecting and understanding my body, of understanding how to create balance in my body, not only physically, but mentally, spiritually, emotionally. See, everything is connected. Everything is connected. What you do, what you eat, how you think, everything is connected. And the system that connected the dots for me, you might be guessing, is something called Ayurveda. Ayurveda. So let me take you guys back a little bit. Let's move back to age 15. Bridget Smith, that was my maiden name. (laughs) Um, Age 15, I was dealing with some complications from Lyme disease. We're just jumping in here. Dealing with some complications from Lyme disease. Um, Had infections all over my body. So I was dealing with frequent pneumonia, staph infections, like in my genital region, which was not cool. Um, parasites, digestional issues, and just a lot of things that weren't really that fun at that age, right? So I went to a lot of doctors, and although well-intentioned, they put me on rounds and rounds of antibiotics without really talking to me much about, you know, what antibiotics do. They, you know, they kill the bacteria in the body, but we need bacteria in our gut to help us digest and I ended up having lots of infections and yeast infections because I had really, really ruined my gut microbiome and the gut flora. We're just going into this right now. (laughs) Real raw conversation here. Uh, So I was frustrated. I was really, really frustrated and my test for Lyme kept coming back positive. So I was annoyed. I was very annoyed. And I started and just made this decision that I needed to do some research on my own. I had to start looking for alternative ways because I was just sick and tired. Uh, I was, even at that age, I was very upset that I wasn't given any other option, right? They weren't telling me how I can really empower and fuel my body and do really good things for my body. It was just like, here's the answer, right? Here's the antibiotic, which is fine. It works for a lot of people, but it didn't work for me. And if you're listening to this and you've ever known someone who has dealt with a health issue or maybe you currently are dealing with something, it can be really frustrating. So I just want to send you like all my love right now. Um, But this path, it was, I'm so grateful for this happening to me because it opened me up to the doorway of Ayurveda. So along that journey of doing my inner research, I started looking up holistic remedies and holistic alternative methods, um, alternative medicine to help me heal in a different way, to put things into my body. Um, And Ayurveda just made a lot of sense. I learned that it was really a system of balance. It was a system of bringing me back to like my innate kind of brightness and my innate wholeness, which if you listen to anything I ever talk about in the world, I'm always saying like, we're all, we're born whole. There are just things that 
pull us away from that. So we kind of have to take and pull back the layers of the onion back to like our heart center, back to our true self. So Ayurveda. Ayurveda is a 5,000 year old medical and ancient healing system. And it was really one of the first medical systems uh, ever, ever created, ever discovered. And it went on to influence many other medical systems like our Western medical system, like uh, traditional Chinese medicine, I believe Egyptian um, healing systems as well. And what it really means is it is a lifestyle science. It teaches you how to live, how to balance your body. The word Ayurveda splits into two words. Ayur means life and Veda is knowledge or science of life. So it's a pretty impactful and powerful thing right away, right? No one teaches us how to live. We're not taught this in a school, how to live or balance our life. We're not really taught that what we eat necessarily, you know, there's that quote, you are what you eat. And it's like, yeah, in many ways we we are what we eat and it becomes all of the, the cells in the body becomes our structure, which we'll learn about <laughs> in a little bit. And what I loved about Ayurveda was it was really a preventative system. It teaches you ways to identify your own imbalances. And your own is a really key word here, your own imbalances, because we are all unique and we all have a unique blueprint. So a one-size-fits-all diet doesn't work. It doesn't work because that does not take into account how your body specifically processes um, different activities or even different foods. So it's a unique system. And this felt really, really good at a time where I felt like personally, I was just being shoved through a system that didn't really care about me as a person right? or anything that I researched. And side note, I brought, I went to a gastroenterologist once before a colonoscopy and I brought like my entire medical records, all my history, all the things I'd ever taken, you know, all the diagnoses, all the foods I ever, ever eaten, because I, at that age, was starting to connect the dots and be like, no, this is all connected here. Like everything is connected. Like we got to see this. And he didn't look at it. And I left that doctor's office crying my eyes out because I was like, oh my God, they don't care. He didn't care. He didn't care to see. And it's not his fault. You know, the system is kind of put together that way. He only has a certain amount of time with the patient, right? So that really, for me, was a major catalyst of, oh gosh, I can never allow anyone to feel like that again. So let's jump into it. In Ayurveda, it looks at nature and it looks at how nature is not only outside of us, but it's also inside of us, right? We can look outside the room right now and I can see the sun shining outside and I can realize, oh, maybe that's also heat in my body, the ability to digest. I can see the wind blowing through the trees and I can see in myself, oh, you know, what does wind or gas, what does that mean in my body? We all know what that means. Or wind as an idea oriented. I can see the earth on the ground and if you were to touch the earth, the soil, you know, it's cold, it's, it's dense, it's solid. And there are parts of me that are also cold and dense and solid like my bones. So what Ayurveda shows us is that those elements outside are not just outside, they're also us. We are connected to the elements and we, and most Eastern philosophies and traditions are always talking about how we are one, 
right? Everything is, is connected. Everything is interconnected. So you see these elements in nature and we realize that they're also part of us. And what that looks like from an Ayurvedic standpoint is those elements, the five pancha mahabhutas, they're called, they break down into the three doshas. So there's three doshas in Ayurveda, vata dosha, pitta dosha, and kapha dosha. And these are what's known as the three biological humors. And not like haha humor, but um, a type. It's almost like an archetype or a constitution or a mind-body type. Really, as Sahara Rose, who was one of my teachers uh, of Ayurveda, that's how they put it. And I don't just know about this. Um, I did a lot of self-study, but I also studied this at my yoga teacher training. I specifically went to a yoga and Ayurveda school because I wanted to learn more about this because I knew this system was so, so powerful. So we are all a combination of these doshas. But with the doshas, we typically have one or two that are our primary doshas. Okay. Let's break down the doshas. And if you are here right now listening, I recommend if you haven't yet to take a quiz or, um, you know, find out your dosha. And I will say that you really need to go to an Ayurvedic doctor, Ayurvedic practitioner to develop or to figure out your prakriti, which is like your type at birth. It never changes. Um, and they'll do tongue analysis. They'll do pulse analysis. And that's really, really important for you to understand uh, your prakriti. The quizzes that you see online are really great to establish what's called your vikruti, which is your current expression of your dosha, the current expression of your dosha. So how it's kind of showing up now. I highly recommend Banyan Botanicals as a site for you to check out. So pause this if you don't know and come back so you can, you know, hear me talk about each one of the doshas. And that's what I'd like to do now. And we're not going to go too deep into any of this. Um, if anyone's interested, I, I've done a number of workshops on this in the past. And I would definitely be open to doing it again if that excites you, if you want to learn more about your specific type and how you can find balance from your type. So vata dosha is, again, remember, this is the combination of elements. So vata is the combination of the elements ether and air, and you can kind of just think wind for that. And we describe people with some of these terms. So, right, if someone has or is described as being very airy or like a space cadet, you know, what would you think about them? What are those immediate thoughts that come to mind? Maybe they're very in their head, very in their mind. They're kind of spacey and all over the place, not necessarily grounded. So what's funny is we actually describe a lot of people in this in these ways already. And the qualities of this dosha or this type, um, we call this the gunas, these qualities are light, fast, quick, dry, cold, erratic, mobile. So all of these are really talking about movement. Vata is very fast moving. It probably thinks fast, talks fast. And all of us have this, this part within us, vata dosha. But some of us might have this a little bit elevated, right? If you have an imbalance, um, or maybe you don't have that much of this, this dosha right now. So you can just start to think for yourself, you know, what does it look like for me if I have a lot of vata dosha? I'm probably in my mind a lot. I'm probably thinking all the time. And there's an imbalance, like I-N balance, imbalance. And then there's an imbalance, I-M. I hope that, that you guys can hear that right. So there's like an unbalanced state and an imbalanced 
state. And when this dosha is in balance inside you, this will look like you're creative. You're very creative. You're very spiritual. You can be very tranquil. You're very um, idea and dream oriented, right? This is the visionary. The Vada visionaries is what you can think of. Oh, I just came up with that. Maybe a new program name. We'll see. Um, so start to notice if this feels like more of a something that's balanced for you, or maybe you have excess vata. If you have too much vata, what that looks like is you can be very, very in tune with the thoughts and the movement of the mind. And if we have too much movement of the mind, that can feel like overwhelm, worry, anxiety, um, restlessness, insomnia, in the right, that's the mind. And then the body that can feel like uh, gas or icky joints, right? Because what would air look like in the body? Gas, constipation, uh, all of those things. So you can start to see yourself in all of the doshas. And as you're listening to this, if you are, tag us on, tag Jen and I on Instagram and let us know like what dosha you you're resonating with right now. Do you have a lot of vata? Are you very much in the mind and the upper chakras as I like to see it? So let me know how that's resonating for you. What about pitta dosha? So pitta dosha is the dosha of fire and water, uh, the elements of fire and water. So the qualities of fire and water are hot, sharp, bright, intense, focused. And these people can be described as like really hot-headed or fire or type A because they're like the go-getters. This is like the CEO archetype or like the boss babe archetype that is like no jokes. Like they are going for it. And we need this fire, right? We need this fire to have drive, passion, inspiration. We need it to govern metabolism and our digestion, But what happens if you have too much fire? Too much fire. Okay, that's going to look like maybe my digestion is too fast. Maybe I'm dealing with um, any kind of skin condition or inflammation like rosacea, psoriasis. Um, Maybe migraines. I'm hot-headed, literally hot-headed. So again, there's always this balanced and then out-of-balance state. And just start to identify, you know, do I have too much fire in my body? And what is that looking like? You can see this in your digestive system. You can see this in your in your body. You can see this in your lifestyle. And these are the people that go, 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 and then tend to burn out. And I have a lot of pitta dosha, like a lot of pitta dosha. And one of, I've talked about this so many times, <laughs> probably on here. So you've probably heard me talk about it. But I get so inspired and so passionate about my work in the world. I love doing my coaching. I love doing workshops. I love doing all the stuff that I get to do for a living. But I tend to go so fast and so excited and so hard that I tend to burn out. So I kind of have these little identifiers of what that looks like and when to bring a little bit more play into my life, when to have a little bit more fun, when to have a little bit more time spent by nature, by water because those will really, really help. And with each of the doshas, there are ways to balance the doshas, which are awesome because it really allows you to take ownership of your own life, right? The uplifted pod is here so that you can take ownership of your life. You can feel uplifted. You can feel better by just listening to these episodes. It can be as simple as that. So our next dosha is kapha dosha, and that's the elements of earth and water. So with this dosha, we tend to see these people as a little bit more grounded, 
as a little bit more chill, as a little bit more down to earth. And I'm sure you know people like that, right? So people who have a lot of kaphadosha, this tends to govern our, our structure. They tend to be very grounded, um, stable, right? But what happens if you have too much of that grounding, kind of slower, stable energy? If there is an excess of kaphadosha, it can look like lethargy. It can look like um, a stagnancy, right? In your in your mind, in your body, in your life, it can look like slowness. Sometimes it can look like weight gain. So there's always this balanced and imbalanced nature. Imbalanced, these people are so so loyal. They're incredible space holders. Um, and as a, as a yoga teacher or even as a coach, we kind of tend to move into this kapha role, uh, especially if you're teaching a, a slower class like yin yoga or restorative yoga, you tend to go to that place, right, where you're a little softer, a little bit sweeter, a little bit more grounded. So you can see these archetypes start to play out really in all areas of your life. You might be able to see this now with your partner or your friends or your family, and you can say, oh, wow, you know, this person has a lot of pitta. And one of the major ahas when they started studying Ayurveda more was a sense of recognition and respect for everyone because this allowed me to just see where they're at. You know, if someone's feeling really down in the dumps, um, maybe they've gained weight, maybe they feel, you know, not passionate, they probably have a little bit of a kapha imbalance. And how can I just hold space for that person to, you know, come to where they want to be on their own and maybe give them a little bit of fire, a little bit of inspiration um, to help them move out of it. So this brings me into, you know, how to actually balance, how to balance the doshas. These are the basic guidelines, which is really like increases like. So if I'm a person who has primarily vata dosha and I, let's talk about food. So all the foods have qualities. They're qualities of all the foods and you know vata dosha the qualities the gunas of vata are cold dry rough so if i'm going to eat raw food and i have a lot of vata dosha that's typically going to increase vata and that will look like a little bit more overwhelm in the mind a little bit more movement in my mind and it can also look like a slow digestion a lot of bloating a lot of gas because of the qualities they've increased, right? And the way to balance is with opposite qualities. So if you have a lot of pizza, a lot of fire, think about the opposite of fire. We go to water, we go to cool, we go to calm, because these people can be very competitive. So, you know, just have fun with them, make not everything so serious. And remember, this is a, this is a science. So, I am always a student also, you know, I come from this place right now sharing what I know, what I've learned, but there's so much more for me to learn. You know, I love to talk about the seasons because we are also impacted by the seasons and the change of the seasons. We're impacted by the times of the day. We're impacted by the food we eat, the daily practices we have, the movement that we may or may not um, partake in. And the key here is to just start taking bits and pieces of what feels good for you and start implementing them into your life, you know? So you can just start thinking about these questions. Is raw food going to be good for someone who has a lot of vata dosha? What about ice cream and fried foods for kapha? 
right? If kapha is already a little denser, a little bit sweeter, a little bit more grounded, the qualities of ice cream and fried food are a little bit denser. What about spicy food for pitta? Like increases like. So ask yourself these questions. And then balancing, we can go so deep into, you know, how to balance the seasons, how to balance um, through routine and oils and colors and pranayam and mantras and aromatherapy and diet and spices. So there's a lot, a lot there. And it's exciting that there's a lot there. This will be more than just one episode if we went into it all. But what I hope that you have gained from this conversation right here is that there is so much in your power. And it starts with you just understanding who you are and where you're at right now. Because if you can just take an honest look at where you're at and say to yourself, like, does this actually feel good for me? Or am I ready to make a change? And if you feel really good, then heck yes. Heck yes. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep on that trajectory. But if there are little things that you are ready to change, you know, maybe it's your lifestyle practices. Maybe it's the time you wake up in the morning. Maybe it's what you eat for lunch. Maybe it's how much time you spend um, moving your body. And if those are the things that you're willing and ready to change, this is the perfect time to do it. And really, this system allows you to do it in a very simple kind of beginner way because it's simple. We already know these things about ourselves. We just haven't ever been given a a system or methodology that made sense because we're not taught this in school. We're not taught how to heal our body or really just activate our own healing capacity because I do believe we have a healing capacity. So that's all, folks. There's so, so much we can do with this. There's so, so much we can do with this. And I'd love to hear your questions, thoughts, concerns. I'd love to hear what dosha you most resonate with right now. Are you more vata? Are you more pizza? Are you more kapha? And I'd love to hear any questions that you have about this this system. It's really incredible. It's really incredible. So I love you guys. Jen and I will see you soon. We have so much going on in our life. If you love this podcast, give us give us some love. share us on Instagram or write a review that helps us bring this to more people. So lots of love and talk to you guys later.